Okay, universe, so how you been? It's only been, well, it has not been long since we last spoke, but I am recording this because I, I put a quick vocal note into my system when I finished my last recording because it was such a marathon that I tried to, at the very end, sum up what I was thinking overall um, because I wasn't even sure I would get a chance to listen to that one appropriately to prepare to finish up what, see what that happened was as a block of presentation, which I'm not saying is right, but that's the way it is right now. So in other words, these episodes have some significance in my, um, in my satisfaction with the process that they have a reflective chance to progress with more challenging uh, realizations because I'm starting to feel the momentum of doing something the way that it gives my life value. Anything I do to not at least target those, uh, those finishing uh, uh, goals with the dedication this project is starting to make me believe is needed, well, that'll just taint the process. So that's, uh, that's the fundamental element of the process. So keeping it pure and pristine matters. And therefore, I am reinventing my uh, process slightly because I've spent today listening to that almost two-minute segment of me just trying to clarify what to say next, too much not to include it as part of this. So I am, as much as anything, if the universe is going to create tools that you've never used and you start doing something and think, well, I'll never need those tools, but once you start the process, realize, you know what, whoever made those tools, that was smart. Well, I'm kind of, I am telling myself, because boy, do I need to hear this, that you don't know everything ever. In fact, the less you think you know how to do something and just do something that you believe you're doing well, the better your results are going to look. So to do this well, I would like to stitch together here in episode 52, the final card in the deck, I would like to put my um, transition thoughts from that episode to this one squarely in this episode because I now have reason to do it and I now also believe I can do it without breaking down the entire process. If I do that, well, that'll be a totally different lesson learned. But until then, enjoy my post-note reflection moment of just two or so minutes, and then I'll be back. I am proud of what I've done here, and I do wonder why I always had to insert uh, enough uh, deception. I just always had to show you a version of myself that was better than the true version of myself, was a version of myself I couldn't um, maintain the standard to be that self, 
and thus would inevitably disappoint you that I was some other self. And uh, so, how much of this do I really hope people are listening to? Not much of it. That's the truth. But I can't care about that anymore, and I know it, so I don't care. Should I be that way? Probably not. Should I care about you more than I do? Yes, I'm sure I do. Is this loud as fuck while I'm doing this? I can only imagine. But that's all the loud part. And much more like, like of my life. I tend to make a bunch of noise to the point that you wonder what the hell, who even let that guy in here? And then when I see the looks on their faces saying, really? That's how you do it? And maybe you're the one who has light bulb. Blip, 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 blip. Doing it backward, upside down, inside out, and with a fur coat on in the middle of August. Well, yep, I'm all the above. And I'm all the below. So now that I have the opportunity to communicate for real, well, I'm using it. Okay, so universe, do you hear that? That that would be the 56 minutes of effort I put into doing this already and did it on the setting that records in the low uh, low audio format and it's practically unlistenable. And by practically, I mean I can understand what I'm saying, but I understand in anybody else's reception, it will be worthless. So I have to redo it here. And I hate um, redoing these recordings because... I always try to capture whatever the best moment was from the last recording that I'm still living on a high with or avoid the, oops, I don't want to say that this time. I'm, I'm going to give something that's now, by its very nature, reflective of an effort I've already produced and been pleased with. That doesn't mean I can't recreate it exactly. I suppose... Some monkey out there is going to type out Romeo and Juliet eventually. This could be that moment. But <clears throat> rather than deal with that, um, I'm going to say that's a mistake that I haven't made for a while. And that's a mistake that I can't believe I made. And so, did the universe do that to me? Because that recording had elements that were subpar, probably. I ate some peanut butter in that recording. That was subpar, I can tell you that. I will not be doing that again. And so, if I can't appreciate that maybe an effort that includes double-checking, I'm recording my voice at a listenable, in a listenable listenable technical context for whoever might be unfortunately listening. Hello, NSA.
it's the least obligation I have. And I failed it. Now, what is that slot for me overall on this? I'm not surprised. Disappointed? Not even really disappointed. <clears throat> because I know that this is now Monday, the 7th of March. And I missed my first day of recording yesterday. And I certainly had no intention of doing so because I spent most of the day trying to figure out how to close out this sequence, this last card in the deck, this episode 52, properly. And with the self-satisfaction of having done a good job. Or at least been true to myself and given a, a good effort. Let the chips fall where they may from there. That would be a good job. Um, and so what did that do? It immediately sent me into trying to anticipate how it would be received. I played that last clip because in there are five or so points of emphasis that coming off that marathon recording, I thought had, had been identified well. Those were good points for me. But having all I needed, and this is me talking to me, I had exactly what I always want. I had five uniquely uh, connected but distinctly different enough ideas of what I needed to judge myself by. And I had them in organized form. And then I proceeded to add more information to that to disorganize everything. And that's the truth. I'm only talking to myself here. Because that is something that I've done throughout life. And if there was ever a time I thought maybe I could ease up on myself, not have to come to the table with the entire wealth of information that I would ever want to think I had taken the time to review, none of it was productive. None of it. In the end, none of it. And I do believe that in some ways this repeat version of something that I had put so much self-induced pressure, myself, 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 putting pressure on myself. Well, why? Why did you do that to yourself? Because ultimately I fear exposure and judgment from anyone who has, for whatever reason, the need to come judge this experience. And NSA, I know you have to listen, but nobody else is listening. Let's be honest. Well, no. And I will say that point for a second here, but the process I'm going through is the documentation of clarity in my thinking and evaluation of the world and myself and all of how that interacts so that if I slip out of having this 
this level of intuition, this level of insight, this level of, of uh, influence recognition, this level of, of energy flow uh, appreciation. If I lose what was handed to me for no reason, well, I at least will have this series of reflective moments to to mine for inspiration to be a better person because I have no explanation as to why I went from a a person who couldn't look in the mirror that's how much dislike I held for myself to who I am right now I did not do the right therapeutic program I didn't get my diet organized in the new Cato format I didn't find this job, this relationship, this book that told me this is how it all works out? No, none of that. I didn't earn this in any way. And every time I tried to do all that stuff, you know where I ended up? Two steps back and one step left or right. So, when you have convinced yourself, see what happened was, you fucked up. Well, yeah, I guess that is what happened. So, since I seem to be the guy who got more tools than he deserved in his toolbox and no ability to understand how to use them other than to occasionally bang his hand or foot with his hammer uh, I just figured there are winners in life and there are losers in life and I pretty much had settled on which column I should be placed in and then I just started noticing I was going crazy seriously going crazy Finally, right? Finally, I'm going crazy. Now, this this is where it all was headed. To the loony bin. Because you cannot tell me there are six people in the JFK limo. There are four in there. What? So the Mandela effect was a personal reckoning of the... I have to rethink everything. Capacity. Hello, capacity. Seriously, it it was as ground breaking an experience as my mind could have had. And in some ways it made me realize I know absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing. I know nothing. God damn it, I know nothing. Because here's my experience, right? And what explanation do I have for it? I have zero. I have no paradigm in which this data point, this teacup sitting next to this damn dinosaur fossil makes sense. And I guess 
that releases me from thinking, I need to know everything. I need to figure out everything. I need to solve everything, but I'm just not smart enough. No, those thoughts were bad. They weren't bad, they were incorrect. Not that I can figure out everything and I have all the answers and can even come up with answers. I don't deserve answers, I just have questions. I have questions because I've always had questions. I'm a curious guy. And you know what I'm curious about? Why my questions don't make sense when you give me answers that you say are true. Well, wait a second. That can't be true because of this. And hold on. Why do I feel like I'm in a world telling the truth where everyone else is lying? That's not my role. I'm the liar. And I realize in those sort of moments of, when was the last lie I told? Well, I realize when I'm questioning the single most limiting, unfortunate quirk my personality grasped was compulsive lying. And now I haven't lied for so long I can't remember the last lie I told. Who the f- who am I? Who? What is going on? What happened to me? Why am I thinking with clarity that I've pursued my whole life and failed at achieving? Why am I understanding people with the sort of energetic rhythm that lets me see exactly what they're going through? And why is all of my response to this empathy, understanding, forgiveness, and kindness? I have never been able to sum up in my life that I was born to be forgiving, understanding, and kind until two years ago. And now it is the fundamental truth of who I am, and it always has been. So am I mentally creating my own reality? Sure seems like it. How else can I claim that all of this is my fault? Because I don't weep out of sadness. What makes me weep is that gap between what could have been and what is. And when I looked around the universe and started realizing that if we're measuring that gap, well, I may be the galactic champion of potential not realized. Nobody in this galaxy has done less with more opportunity to do than that guy. And why, why couldn't I either assimilate into the suburban 2.3 children in a station wagon slash vanagon lifestyle with the soccer balls? Why couldn't I just say, sure, good enough? Well, I knew I couldn't do that. But what could I do? Where was I to go? How's how's a guy with no ambition, no real direction, a lot of emotion, and um, a propensity to lie? Where does he go? Well, he goes into cycle after cycle of downward pressure, self-induced chaos and anarchy that tells him life doesn't matter. If it did, why would I treat it with such contempt? Why would I act like such a dick? Well, (laughs) that 
is not easy to not easy to figure out, but it comes down to one thing: no faith in myself. I uh, I firmly believe that if you are out of balance, you are drinking too much, you are cheating on your husband, you are going to the McDonald's drive-through to get another chocolate shake before you go home, and uh, nobody's gonna know. You know, why are you living like that? Why? I don't give a shit if you go get a chocolate shake. Enjoy it. Do you give a shit if you go get a chocolate shake? Because if you're guilty about it, why are you guilty about it? Because other people will think something of you that you know isn't true. So you just don't want to deal with that? Because it's your fucking life. And if you want a chocolate shake, that's the way it's going to be. But nobody else has to know about this. See those little bits of thinking you're not worth just living the life that you want. They trapped me. They didn't just trap me. They locked the door. Told me to never leave the house. So if in any way, shape, or form, anybody listening thinks this is easy, this is not easy. I am having conversations with myself, obviously, and my dog and my cat, and occasionally the other characters that will show up for cameos. I'm having this conversation because for the first time in my life, I know I will have it the way it needs to be had. In other words, I finally believe I know who I am. I like who I am. I, in fact, love who I am. And I am not going to let that get disrupted by anything, including the opinions of anybody else who wants to tell me what they think my personal journey should look like when, in fact, it's none of their business. Well, while that always felt to me a bit too full of myself, I now recognize that by not having that fundamental platform in place, well, it led to all the manipulation and lies and insecurities that come with it. All self-induced. Because I just didn't think that I was worth it. That I could say, this is me. This is who I am. And I'm here to say, I don't think we've got it all figured out. And I don't want to show up with all the answers. I always wanted to. I wanted to show up with all the answers on golden roller skates that were hydro uh, powered that nobody could tell because I always wanted to be dazzling, not just competent or steady or effective. I wanted to be the silver surfer where people couldn't believe what they just saw and couldn't wait to get more of it. Yeah. That's how little I thought of myself. That if I couldn't bring the kind of spectacle that was a once-in-a-lifetime dazzling experience, well, there was nothing else of value to be had. And I'm not past that at all. I will always think that there are somebody there is somebody else in the universe you should be having a conversation with other than me because there's way more interesting people out there or there's just more to be had than me well yeah hell yeah there is but i offer what i offer and what i offer is 
a bit quirky and a bit uh, unrelatable and also full of the casual insecurity that says, I still don't know that I'm doing the right thing, but I'm no longer afraid of what you're going to tell me in response to that. <laughs> Whatever. You will tell me, you will tell me. But that limitation, that self-imposed restriction of how fulfilling life can be, that sort of, am I doing it right? I should probably ask that person. Do you think I'm doing it right? What are you doing? What are you doing? Why don't you have the faith to just say, this is who I am. This is how I live. This is what I want. This is how I respect. This is how I provide uh, a space in which not to overlap and infringe on you. And uh, if you can't respect it, well, I don't know why. You don't have to love it. You don't even have to like it. But you have to respect that that's how I want to do it. Just like I respect whatever way it is that you want to do it under the same expectations. Because how can you expect something without expectations? I don't know. You could be expecting some... No. And... So when I look around now and I think, oh God, why are there so many, why are there so many people that are living as constructs of their real selves? Well, it's because they did what I did. They started down a road hoping to help discover something or embrace something about themselves. It wasn't quite right or was totally wrong, or was right for a while, but whatever it was, pretty soon the pressures of the society, the way that civilization's expectations stack up, your neighbors look from the car from their driveway, the messaging you get in the movies, the news that comes to you on TV, all of it starts telling you you're not worthy, you're not good enough. You gotta fight for what you need. You gotta go beat somebody up and be a winner so that you're not a loser. We have been coerced into that, and I don't know why. In other words, I don't know if it's stumble bumble, and here we are in this sort of hornet's nest of, I don't wanna get stung, but. I don't think I can get out of here without taking at least one of them. Or if somebody literally is building this nest and convincing us that you need to shut up. This is as good as it gets. Your whining and complaining just shows that you probably don't even deserve this. Uh, okay. Well, I'll be over here um, patiently waiting for the Slurpee machine to come back online. Okay, thank you. I mean, once once you're once once it's in your schema to think that you don't deserve it and you might be the problem, well then, how low could your expectations go? So if it is tactical, if there is some force of hornet nest building machination that keeps throwing us back into the deep end of the pool and saying, so what if you drown? No, that can't be, right? I mean, this just has to be because somewhere we got a little too irritable for reasons that 
we don't even necessarily have identified, and now the world looks like this. Okay, I agree. That's what's going on. And now that I see it, now that I see that there are solutions, and now that I see that part of what has to happen is that I participate, well, I'm participating. Tally-ho! Welcome to the club, this club of one. I might welcome you into a club of two, but no, probably not. Because I don't want to fit in anymore. I don't care what any of this ends up doing as long as it does something for me. Because what I do owe the universe is to try to find a place here that meant something to me. As the manifestation of human being, I arrived into that universe. That means it's going to be fundamentally kind, extremely understanding, and forgiving of whatever I can't understand in the first place. That's all I got. It's what I came with, and it's what's going to fulfill my life when I go. That is not an expectation that anybody else will have the same experience. In fact, I quite confidently say I don't think anybody else can have the same experience. But we can have an experience that in our pursuit of fulfilling who we came here to be, we don't limit any other activity for somebody else to have the same exact experience. And if we can somehow coordinate that drive toward our own emergence for the greatness that we want, well, uh, Graham Hancock speaks of us as a species with amnesia. And I like that term a lot because sometimes I feel like I've lost something in my pursuit of liberty and happiness and the feeling of pride that comes with a job well done. I, I, all I want is for the human experience to be the fantastical 3D world-changing ride that it can be. And when I used to feel so much pain from the world for what wasn't there that could have been, well, that used to make me think, I hope if there's reincarnation, I come back next time as the dog I should have been this time. But no. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Nope, I got more faith in you than that. Because I believe all of you are ready to say, yeah, you know what? I do only get one chance here to do what I want to do and do it right. And uh, I'm tired of not doing the things that feel right because I'm trying to fit in as a Republican or fit in as a liberal or fit in as a guy who says, not what I was on my mind, but what I've been trained to think. I want to know who you really are. I want you to know who I really am. So to do that, I have to show you everything. You don't have to do that for me. I don't even want that from you. But if that's what you feel you have to do, I'll be here to encourage you that the process has value and 100% applaud you for your effort. I have no other way to act. This isn't easy. I don't look forward to telling you the worst of me. 
I don't look forward to admitting my insecurities, my depth of sense of failure against what were opportunities handed to me on silver platters. But it's what I went through. It's what I am. It's what's real. And in a world where I feel like it's so hard to believe in what you are receiving these days, well, I will never lie. I will never make up a version that's better, and I will never, ever think that I have figured it out. But if I can continue swinging upward, I'm certainly not going to put a limit on where it can go. Those are the mistakes I've been prone to making the most that I no longer want in my life. So having taken 27 hours plus a bad recorded version of this already to get through it all, I'm going to end with just answering the questions that I posed in my dog food bag rumbling two minute recording where I said, and I think I've covered this now, but I cannot care what people think of me. That can no longer even have, uh, it, it doesn't even have a coffee cup up in the cabinet. There is no room for it. Now, does that mean I can't integrate feedback? Of course not. But that process no longer is dependent on delivering something that will be well-received. This will be well-received by me. What it is for you, I cannot let this be a prisoner to thoughts of trying to please or meet the expectations of someone else's version of how my life should go. This is how my life is going to go. When I am done with it, I'm going to be proud of it, and that's all there is to it. So... Caring what other other people think of the experience that I'm the only one privy to experience or to have, and to change accordingly to how I want it to go. Well, what do you have to say on that anyway? So then, <laughs> why do I feel like there is too much noise, too much clutter in my head? Too much of a, did I do the right thing, um, limitation to being organized. Well, these 27 hours prove that that is still very much a problem. Because these five thoughts that are on this wall were perfect. And I captured them in a way that was just intuitive. And then Johnny showed up to overthink it, to worry about it. To want to deliver a polished gem of a finishing touch to say bang look at that that's the best no all of that was counterproductive all I had to do was come here talk to these five points reflect upon their place and the momentum in my life they're generating and move on so lesson available to be learned maybe this time i'll learn it maybe not um okay so if i've been more myself have i been too selfish am i paying too much attention to what i get out of this and not giving two cents about what you think no
I am moving toward understanding that I can't connect with everyone. I can connect with who will connect with me. And I'm looking for whatever elevation those real connections will bring. And for everybody else on which there is just enough of a disconnect that it's not going to work, I bid you well and will stay a big fan of yours as you do whatever you have to do to fulfill your life. Your journey's yours, my journey's mine. There will be plenty of overlap and there will be disconnect. That I no longer care how I am generating one or the other so long as who I am is exactly who I am because that will bring real and believable, trusting experiences to my life. And it has. For instance, that day that I relive when I think, was I, was I kind? No. Well, I was kind to, I was kind to the point where another gesture of kindness would have been to not understand who I was being. So I was kind. Then I will admit to not understanding the situation even now, but keep trying to figure it out because even though I forgave the moment as it was happening, to not understand that day is something that sits there. I don't like to have things I don't understand. I don't like to have things that don't make sense. I don't like to sit with episodes that I can't figure out. I don't like to have questions that nobody seems to be able to answer. And I certainly don't like to get answers that just can't be right. Because I never let go of what I don't know. I always want to know. Well, I don't believe that I have to change that. But I do have to recognize that what I want to know could not be of less interest to everybody else on the universal scale than me. I understand that I might be all chasing down the kind of stuff that everybody else is like, oh my God, you are so far behind. Okay. But I am living my life the best I can. Yes, I'm figuring out stuff that probably fourth graders have already said, we got that. Well, Time is relative. I'm doing it my way. I don't feel bad about finally doing the things I think I need to do to make my life go right. And that's when I think of speaking to the fundamental element of this process, what it all means to me. It means when I listen back, I don't hear myself being anything other than me. It means when I think about what I just did, that I'm not overanalyzing it or too worried about the value in the moment because the project itself is where the value really lives. And I realize now that my perspective of being able to do all of that is what lets truth emerge and has so far shown no signs of anything but strengthening. And I can't ask for more than that. So when I have all these insecurities and trepidations flaring up because, oh my God, I'm about to expose myself to the universe. Somehow, I think the universe thinks, well, so you got out of bed. Well, good. We've been waiting for you. And uh, I believe the universe has a whole bunch of people on that list that it's waiting on to show up as their real selves and do what they came here to do, which is to have a fulfilling, 
awesome and elevated experience as a human in a 3D space-time reality with all the other humans who signed up for the same ride. I know I didn't get in that line thinking, where's my Uzi? Oh, yeah, I can't wait to have slaves. You know what's going to be fun? Crucifying people. That'll be fun. No. <laughs> I got on that line because I knew that when this reality and consciousness collide at their best, well, that's the reality that I want. And that's the reality I'm here to expect. Everybody else wants to. And if I'm working toward that and can look back and say, from 52 until whenever the last breath I take is, that it took me a while to figure it out. But once I had it, I knew what to do. And I did it. Well, then my life will end fulfilling. Since I've never had a map to fulfillment, I can't ignore the one that was dropped in my lap. Whether or not I'm bringing anybody along on the ride with me, I do not know. I hope so. I hope, I hope I'm literally the last one running to catch up and jump on the bus from the back. But if I'm leading the charge, then this isn't that tough. You can do it too. We can all enable the reality we want to live in. And I'm sorry for taking so long to understand how important both my role in that is, as well as how much I want that for everybody else as well. Well, well this is just another reason that if you're stuck in that cycle of doing shots and lines, there's better out there. You don't have to hate yourself. You don't have to think you're the problem. And you don't have to think it has to be this way. Because it doesn't. I'm proof of that.